Hello, and welcome to the first 2021 regular episode of Investing Beyond Borders, a podcast from Miranda Law Firm that brings you regular insight on investment opportunities and legal and regulatory updates from throughout the Miranda Alliance world, all in around six minutes. This week, we take a look at major Pan-African developments, visit Angola to see a lot of what has been going on in this important economy over the last couple of weeks, and take a look at infrastructure developments in Senegal and Guinea-Bissau. We hope the new year has started off on the right foot for you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy investing beyond borders. Diana, the floor is yours. Thank you, Luis. We start off this week with a look at the African Development Bank's 400 million euro Lusophone Compact Guarantee Program, which was launched in late December together with the Portuguese government. This program, applicable to all Lusophone African countries, has a maximum risk exposure of 400 million euro and is aimed at covering non-sovereign operations in the period between 2021 and 2025. This guarantee is an important part of the African Development Bank's Lusophone Compact, which seeks to promote private investment and trade in Angola, Cape Verde, Equatorial Guinea, Guinea-Bissau, Mozambique, Saint-Tomé, and between these countries. The African Continental Free Trade Agreement was also in the headlines, with the African Export-Import Bank issuing a report according to which the new agreement could create 84 billion US dollars in intra-African exports and a total of 231 billion in intercontinental trade, even if all other conditions remain the same. These new gains would come mostly from existing export industries, such as natural resources, machinery, food, vehicles and vehicle parts, plastics and rubber. In Angola, the ongoing privatization program is scheduled to continue into 2021, with the state having announced the privatization by IPO of its 49.27% shareholding in TV Cabo Angola, one of the country's cable TV providers. Other companies that the state plans to sell in the telecom sector include Unitel, MS Telecom, Net One, Multitel, and Angola Telecom. While outside this sector, there are other high-profile companies on offer, including those from the Sonangol Group, including air carrier Sonair, assets from Indiama, the National Diamonds Company, and flag carrier TAG, several banks and insurance companies to cement factories, and the emblematic breweries Kuka, Eka, and Angola. Meanwhile, on the renewable energy front, Total Iran and Greentech have announced the construction of a 35-megawatt solar park in Lubangu, in the Wila province, having entered into a memorandum of understanding with the Ministry of Energy and Water for this purpose. This project will be important if Angola is to meet the government's target of 800 megawatt of installed renewable energy capacity by 2025. Also on the energy front, ENI has announced that it'll go ahead with the construction of a gas processing plant in Soyu to process natural gas from two offshore non-associated gas fields that'll then be supplied to the Angola liquefied natural gas plant, also in Soyu. The construction of the new plant alone is expected to create 3,000 direct jobs starting in the second quarter of this year. To boost windling oil production, the country's petroleum regulator, ANPG, has also announced the launch of a licensing round for the award of onshore oil and gas concessions, which will commence on the 30th of April 2021, with a bid submission date of 9th of June 2021. The 2021 state budget also brought with it important changes to Angolan's taxation system with a reduction of the industrial tax withholding rate for non-resident providers of oil-filled goods and services, new VAT rates and the new rules on stamp duty. 
Finally, in a major development that is expected to allow infrastructure projects to move ahead while safeguarding the rule of law, Angola has recently approved a new expropriations law that replaces the legislation previously enforced that was a leftover of the colonial era. The new law incorporates a number of safeguards to fundamental rights and creates a more transparent procedure for expropriations for public benefit. The Cape Verde state budget also approved a number of important tax-related rules, including maintaining the reduced 10% VAT rate for the tourism sector during 2021, the approval of an exceptional framework for social security contributions, and distance learning incentives, amongst others. Notable developments also in the Cameroon mining sector, with the government having recently created a national mining company, Sana Mines, that will represent the state throughout the mining value chain, as well as cooperate with other state bodies in the mapping of the country's mineral potential. In the aviation sector, the government has also announced plans to privatize 51% of the country's flag carrier, Camair. Meanwhile, in Côte d'Ivoire, the government has taken important steps in nature conservation by creating the country's first marine reserve, spanning approximately 2,600 square kilometers. The area is aimed at protecting, amongst others, populations of sharks and turtles from overfishing and is part of the country's commitment to meeting the UN's conservation targets. In Senegal, DP World has announced it will be investing 1 billion US dollars to build a new deepwater port in Senegal at Nidayani. This is a major Major investment by the Dubai-based port operator, which recently also won a tender to revamp the Luanda port in Angola, and which has been steadily increasing its footprint in sub-Saharan Africa. Also in Senegal, and with the large Sangomar oil development progressing at a good pace, the government has once again postponed the deadline for submission of bids in the country's ongoing oil and gas licensing round. Companies now have until the 30th of May to present their bids. In the meantime, the government is expected to approve various oil industry-specific statutes required to modernize the industry, including regulations on the 2019 Petroleum Code and a local content law. Guinea-Bissau has also taken important steps on the infrastructure development front, with the parliament recently approving the country's PPP law. In Europe, Portugal continues to be an example to follow in the renewable energy sector, with the country's power distribution network operator, REN, having revealed that in 2020, 59% of the country's electricity consumption was from renewable sources. Importantly, the non-renewable share was mostly generated by natural gas, with coal being responsible for a mere 4% of consumption. In Timor-Leste, the 2021 state budget was finally approved by the National Parliament and promulgated by the President of the Republic on the 29th of December 2020, meaning that the country will start off 2021 with an approved budget, which is expected to have a positive effect on a depressed economy, suffering from international isolation due to COVID-19, amongst other relevant factors. Good news also for the insurance sector, with the central bank having approved a long-awaited instruction on the licensing of life insurance companies. Finally, we'd like to congratulate all the teams and staff at Miranda and Miranda Alliance, with our firm having been acknowledged by Chambers and Partners as Lucifone Africa Law Firm of the Year for the second time running. This makes Miranda the only law firm to have won this award, which was first instituted in 2018 and now awarded once again in 2021. A special thanks to our colleagues, clients, friends, and peers who have made this award possible and who have contributed to making Miranda the go-to firm for Africa over the last three decades. We hope you enjoy this episode of Investing Beyond Borders. 
We will be back with you in two weeks' time with more developments in the Miranda Alliance world. Please join us again then for more news from the 19 Miranda Alliance jurisdictions. If you have time, also drop by our website where we have launched our Miranda TV, which includes short video clips from some of our international specialists on legal developments of interest to our clients and followers. This podcast was brought to you by Miranda Law Firm and Miranda Alliance. You can find out more about our worldwide activities and assistance to investors at www.mirandalawfirm.com. This episode was presented by Tiana Teodoro from our Lisbon office and Luis Miranda from the Houston office. Content was developed exclusively for Miranda by the Miranda Alliance podcast team. Technical support is provided by Catarina Moraes from our communications department. All content is subject to copyright and protected by law.